Hey Minnesota, this is Mike Fink with Peak Entertainment. Peak Entertainment is a DJ company providing entertainment solutions for weddings, corporate events, and comedy shows for venues all around Minnesota. With a million and one reasons to celebrate, Peak Entertainment focuses on taking the celebration to the next level. Wedding entertainment is one of our specialties. At Peak, we understand that every event is unique and should reflect on your style. The only way to ensure this is by getting to know you. With more than 12 years of experience, we enjoy creating events people can't stop talking about. It's never too early to start planning. Entertainment should be one of your top priorities. Whether it's a casual gathering of 40 or a formal function of 4,000, Peak is here to help. We also customize comedy shows for your venue. Peak Entertainment Comedy provides local and national headliners for bars and clubs in the greater Minneapolis area. It goes without saying that our comedians are insanely funny. The fact that they appeared on shows like David Letterman, Conan O'Brien, Comedy Central, HBO, and America's Got Talent speaks better to the level of skill that we bring to the stage. From casual to corporate, we have a solution for you. Get in touch with Peak online at peakmn.com, on Facebook and Twitter under Peak Entertainment, or simply give us a call at 612-548-4891 and let Peak Entertainment light up your night with style. Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this podcast and new Intercontinental Podcast Champion, Mark Poulos. We can't give him this much power in the cartoon world. A podcast, and I was told that if I did your podcast that I would, you know, advance to the next level. And we're podcasting and photographizing in front of the great... The worst gigs of their life are, are with, because of Mark Poulos. <laughs> Anyone want a husband? Free free to a home. Now it doesn't even have to be a good home. Just free to a home. Ladies and gentlemen, Andre the Giant would like to do his impression... Oh, Bully Nelson. Suck yourself dry! Alright. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Bulldoze. It's good to be back. Today on the program, I'll be talking a little bit about Alaska. If uh, you don't follow me on social media, you probably don't know that uh, last week... Uh, maybe about a week and a half ago, I uh, crossed another thing off the comedy bucket list, and I went up to Alaska and performed comedy. Kind of a funny story, I was uh, contacted by a guy about a year and a half ago to do a uh, fundraiser show in Robbinsdale at the Eagle's Nest for um, this hockey player that was very sick and did a really good job we became fast friends and uh turned out that he spent uh, a good amount of time of his life in alaska and he bounces back and forth from minnesota to alaska and he does dj stuff and comedy shows and everything um and he had mentioned the alaska stuff to me a couple times but uh every time he came to me with some open dates and stuff I was already booked doing something else so 
I was glad that I was able to make it work this time because, I mean, what an amazing trip. First of all, though, um, which I really wasn't ready for, at this time of the year, Alaska doesn't get completely dark. Like, it doesn't have a traditional, like, nighttime. I think it's maybe, like, an hour it'll get kind of dark, and then it becomes light again, which really messes with your body clock, not to mention that Alaska is three hours behind Minnesota, so that whole jet lag thing added on to the no nighttime uh, really kind of messed with my head. I didn't really think it was going to as much as it did, because, you know, being a comic for 16 years and working graveyard shifts at three different jobs, I kind of assumed that I, I would really be immune to it and I'd just be able to kind of go with the punches, but holy shit, did it hit me like a sack of bricks. And it's weird because I did some reading up on it after I got back, and so why that whole light thing affects people so much is because in the body we have a natural condition that happens when it starts to get dark that the body starts to release melatonin which is a natural chemical the body makes to basically put you to sleep and they actually sell it over the counter if you're having trouble sleeping and you're looking for a different uh alternative to like Ambien or other prescription sleep aids if you take melatonin um it's something the body makes so it's it's less harmful I'm sure there's still side effects um even if it's something the body makes and you're taking extra of it I'm sure it kind of has some kind of adverse effects but since it never gets dark up in Alaska your body never actually starts making melatonin so It's almost impossible to fall asleep unless you trick your body into thinking that it's nighttime. So you have to, like, shut all the windows and the blinds and put on, uh, like, those eye blocker things and all that kind of stuff. And that's all well and good. And, of course, when we went up to Alaska, I brought my wife with me. We landed in Alaska, like, right around the time that the rain was stopping. Apparently it had rained for, like four days in a row and it it started being real sunny when we landed so of course the first thing out of the booker's mouth was well I'm really sorry it's going to be nice for the next three days so we're probably not going to get many people out to the comedy show which is nine times out of ten my nickname when I show up to a comedy show is you should have been here last week um but we kind of rolled with the punches and to make matters worse apparently the salmon were in whatever that means I guess it means schools of salmon were like going down the rivers in Alaska and and dudes go out there with big nets and just stand in the river and just catch a bunch of salmon and sell it and make a bunch of money apparently so that was really fucking us up the ass as well so anywho it uh so we got there and we got to stay uh with this booker guy he's his buddy is kind of a real estate person and and he had these condos 
so we were crashing in the same condo with a really nice place um and he had a rental car and he was kind of driving us around everywhere and it's just i mean as gorgeous as you can think like the outskirts of anchorage alaska the inskirts i don't even know if that's what it's referred to as uh they have a real bad homeless problem up there which i didn't really even think about it but uh yeah like any time of the day you look out the window there's just some sketchy drifters walking about um this guy I was working for, he said one time he was just kind of sitting out on the deck, like enjoying the sunrise or the sunset or something. And he kind of looked down and there was just some lady laying under his balcony. And he was like, Hey, what the hell are you doing down there? And she got kind of startled and ran away. But, um, so it was, uh, kind of an interesting thing. You know, it's just such a beautiful place. And, you know, to see that much hardship, um, the first day he took us and dropped me and me and my wife Anita, he dropped us downtown just so we could kind of do the touristy stuff and look around and, and, uh, kind of get a feel for the city. And, and we were just kind of sitting there. Apparently a big thing up in Alaska is, uh, reindeer dogs, which I had never even heard of, but apparently it's reindeer meat mixed with hot dog meat and before you go uh, I had one and I'm probably like the most picky eater in the entire world and uh, I'm not gonna lie they were pretty good they were pretty good a little spicy I don't know if the uh, the reindeers are spicy Um, if they grow up in jalapeno patches and they're just eating them or something or because they come from the North Pole with Santa Claus, they're a little spicy. I don't know. A little spicy, but uh, maybe they have to put in a bunch of spice to cover up the actual taste of a reindeer. Um, but it was good. But while we were eating our reindeer dogs, this uh, homeless guy who was looked like he was a veteran came over and uh, obviously like half to three-fourths in the bag just telling some story about how he wants to get home and he doesn't have any money and um, I had some change so I gave it to him Um, and he said something about being starving and he couldn't get his own food and whatever and the reindeer dogs were gigantic they were like almost like foot long hot dogs so we weren't able to finish all of it so I had like half a reindeer dog left and I was like you know, if you're hungry, you can take this reindeer dog, and then he just, he started praying with us at the table to thank God for bringing us there, so he could give him a half a reindeer dog, um, and then his spirits were lifted, and he kept talking to us about some weird shit, and then, um, there was some guy playing the guitar, and he started singing, uh, Johnny Cash or something, and this guy just immediately broke off the conversation with us and just started dancing and singing Johnny Cash and I was like, well it's a good thing that this guy's all there, you know (laughs) so we left that and then um, that night I had uh, two shows, I had one at um, the place that does comedy in Anchorage, it's called uh, Kahoot Charlie's or something like that but they just referred to us as, as coots up there. 
and it's this really cool bar, it's like really big, um, a lot of little nooks and crannies, there's like this little bar area in the back called the Tilted Birdhouse, and it's like a room that's on a slant, and the bartender there is this like little old lady from Alabama who's wearing like this, uh, apron with a towel on it and if you move the towel like this giant dick falls out it's like the weirdest thing um so they got that and then they got a bunch of different they serve food there that's really good and and so when I got there for the show we didn't expect much with the weather and the and the salmon running um but it was solid, like, uh, turned out almost 50 or 60 people showed up, and I think the room holds, like, 125, so pretty full in there, good crowd, sold some stuff, and then we packed up our shit and headed across town, because, uh, he had booked this other show, this late show at the, uh, VFW in Anchorage, and, uh, that smaller show, you know, it was later, it was, like, almost 10 o'clock when we got started, and there was maybe, I mean, maybe 20 people in there, but, uh, still nice people, real solid show, I had fun there, you know, um, but, like, as soon as that show was over, like, because we landed in Anchorage at about 1 o'clock in the morning, and then we slept, I think, maybe like six or seven hours and then we got up and did all the downtown stuff so when I got off stage from the VFW show like the jet lag and the sunlight and everything just hit me like a sack of bricks like I was so tired I couldn't even like stand up really so me and Anita headed back to the condo and just crashed out and and it was funny too because in our room um the only thing that they had was a full bed, not even a queen, but it's like, whatever, you know, me and my wife are on vacation, we can cuddle up to each other, um, but apparently, like, two or three times, I just fell straight out of bed, because I just assumed it was our king-size, king, California king back home, uh, so I just rolled over and just fell out of bed, like, three or four times, and my wife just couldn't help but laugh her ass off every time that I did it. I kept wondering why when I would wake up in the morning my back would hurt so bad. Well, now I know. So the next day, uh, we had a pretty fun day. Um, in the afternoon, uh, this booker guy, he had... Um, uh, I sh- his, his name's Mike Fink. He owns uh, Peak Entertainment. I should probably give him a plug uh, with as much as he loves plugs. Um, Peak Entertainment, they do, uh, wedding DJ stuff, they do, uh, comedy shows, they do entertainment, they're full service, they have everything, they have their own, uh, sound systems and lighting chassis and musical, uh, accompaniment, and, um, they got the whole shebang, so, think of them for your next party, check out Peak Entertainment on Facebook.com or just peakentertainment.com, I think is their website, but maybe I'll, I'll cut them a proper commercial and, and put it at the top of the podcast, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see how it goes, um, but yeah, so Mike Fink, he, uh, he had got hired for a, uh, a DJ party at the zoo, at the Alaska Zoo, Saturday afternoon, 
and he got us free passes into the zoo, and if you ever make it to Anchorage, Alaska, I, I have to stress, go to the zoo, it's fucking really cool, it's not like the Minnesota Zoo, where, like, the polar bears are 50 feet away from you, or, like, 100 yards away from you, um, like, we were FaceTiming with our daughter, like, on one of the trails, because she had just got up from her nap, and the fencing for the bear enclosure was, like, right behind us, I'm talking, like, 10 inches, and while we were FaceTiming with our daughter, my, my mom looked on the screen, and she goes, guys, there's a bear right behind you, and we, like, turned around, and there was just, like, this giant black bear just staring at us, uh, cool and terrifying at the same time, we got to see, uh, some Siberian tigers getting fed, like, half a goat, got to see, uh, black bears and, like, bald eagles and, um, some lynxes, and they had a petting zoo with, like, some goats and shit, really cool, um, got to hang out at the, uh, corporate party there, this corporate picnic, and then Mike asked me to do, like, 10 or 15 corporate clean to try to push people in the into the show that night didn't really work um yeah that Saturday show was pretty rough I think there was maybe like 22 people but it's like what are you gonna do you know it was it was 52 and raining for like six days and the minute we show up in Alaska it's like sunny as all get out, and, like, perfect temperatures, like, 78 degrees, um, but it did kind of suck, because we packed for it to be, like, really cold up there, and it was pretty hot most of the time we were up there, and another fun fact about Alaska is, because it's so cold all year round up there, no one has air conditioning, nobody even buys it or puts it in their house, or they don't even sell it at a store, like, they just open windows, which, you know, makes sense, but now when you're a comedian, and you're trying to cool off, and it's, like, 80 degrees, and apparently, like, because Alaska is so close to the sun up there, I guess, that their 80 feels like our 90 or something, like it's a a 10 degree differential or something, but we showed up to the, uh, the other show that night, and, uh, it was real fun, I mean, it was small, but it was fun, and then after the show, um, Anita went back to the condo, I, I went out with Mike and, and his lady and some people to, because uh, we were, like, the whole time we were there, me and Anita were on this, like, hunt, this crave hunt for fresh, king crab legs and fresh halibut that was like pulled right out of the ocean like I don't know why we were on such a hunt for it but we were like we didn't feel like we'd be complete if we if we didn't get that on our way home so that night um she went back and she the sun and everything was really fucking with her she has trouble sleeping as it is but up there it was just like really driving her bonkers so I went out with them to this local restaurant that, that he said made really good fresh fish. And it was a real odd restaurant. Like we walked in and it's just like a bar area and then like a counter 
where there's a guy like cooking shit fresh right there and he just throws it up on the counter and I walked in and I was like so where uh where's the dining room area and they were like well this is it you just kind of have to make do and I was like this is annoying like I was sweating there was nowhere to sit but I was able to get my order in and I got some uh some take-home food for Anita and, and the halibut was really good but Anita was like, you know, I don't, I don't need to go to that restaurant and get fresh fish because the next day um, we had this really cool thing planned where we were going to um, take this four and a half hour cruise of wildlife and the glaciers down out of Seward, Alaska, which was really cool. Mike was able to get us a deal on it, which was awesome. Um, he drove us there and back, which was crazy. I was telling him the one day, I was like, if I had friends who came into town and they were like, hey, we want to go see the the Spam Museum in Austin, Minnesota, I'd be like, here's my car keys, have fun, <laughs> you know, because that was about how far it was from Anchorage to Seward, uh, or Seward, whatever it is, um, it's like an hour and a half, two hour drive from Anchorage each way. And they drove us there and then just kind of hung out in uh, Seward for the day, waiting for us to get back, which was, like, fucking amazing. Um, They didn't come on the cruise because they had, the day before, they paid a charter to go out and do a fishing thing, which sounded really cool, too. Apparently, you can pay money and you can go out and you can fish, like, trophy fish, like big halibuts and um, I don't know what they have up there I don't know if they're swordfish or salmon um, big mouth bass I don't know so they caught a bunch of halibut but apparently it was like shitty halibut it was like 10 pound halibut and they were hoping for like 100 and 200 pound halibut because when our, when our ship came in at the end of the time there was a guy there getting his halibut all chopped up um, cause they, uh, they clean it and they slice it for you right there on the dock and then they pack it. And if you want to ship it home, like in a dry ice cooler, you can do that or you can take it with you. It's pretty weird. They actually have a big kiosk at the airport where you can ship fresh fish back home because apparently it's a big thing that they go charter fishing and they catch these like 50, hundred pound halibut they get it carved up and then send it home so they can eat it at home um but they were pretty pissed off about that that they weren't able to catch any good really good halibut so we go out on this glacier cruise and halfway through it we're supposed to stop at this island fox island and have lunch prepared for us and the way they made it sound was like we were going to show up there and they were going to like prepare us lunch And, of course, once we get to Fox Island, we find out that it's just, like, a Laughlin Casino Buffet is pretty much what it is. I mean, it's, like, the mixed veggies, the the mashed potatoes, the giant bowl of salad, the giant carafes of uh, salad dressing, the frozen butter packets, and the uh, knock-your-friend-out rolls... And, you know, we were disappointed at first, but we were like, hey, it's a prime rib, 
Alaskan king crab buffet, like, the meat has to be good. So we both get a slice of prime rib, and uh, we get some crab legs, and we go back to the table. And literally, out of everything that was on there, the crab legs were pretty much the only thing that were edible. So we were pretty disappointed about that, but the actual cruise itself, where they show you the glaciers, and you're out on the water, and, and they show you, like, fucking sea lions, and orca whales and humpback whales and all these cool like different genealogies of birds and shit it's it's really cool if you ever find yourself up in alaska i would definitely do that i think it's like 95 bucks a person which is just you know for that kind of experience it seems cheap and then you get to stop at an island and have diarrhea lunch i mean how can it stop you and then when you get back on the boat they give you a free cookie that tastes like the captain kept it in his ass cheeks the whole way so there you go so we got back and uh we docked at the port and uh met up with mike and his lady and and uh headed back to uh anchorage it was funny though we had to um mike almost ran out of gas (laughs) we had to find gas that was kind of an adventure but uh we were so exhausted and so disappointed over the lunch that when we got back to Anchorage, Mike is like, he's like, listen, you guys want crab legs? I'm going to get you some crab legs. So apparently there's like this place in Anchorage that does like fresh fish that was just brought in from the boats and shit. So we stopped by there and we picked up these, uh, like red king crab legs I mean it was ridiculous I was holding the bag up and I shit you not like the top of the legs were at my eyes and like the bottom of the legs were at my belly button like that's how big these king crab legs were and me and Anita were like almost in unison we looked at each other and we're like now that's what I'm fucking talking about you know went back, we stuck them in the oven, and just fucking, like, went to town on those things, I posted a picture on Facebook of one of the crab legs, where it's just, like, stretched out over my plate, onto the table and shit, uh, really good, and on that last day, we were kind of running out of shit to do, we ended up at some place that makes candy fresh, we're just watching them make candy, and I kind of looked at Anita, and I was like, I feel like we've kind of run our course in uh, Anchorage, so let's, uh, let's wrap it up, headed back to the uh, airport, said our goodbyes, and, uh, and flew home, and holy shit, man, like, so we left Alaska at like 9 o'clock, and we landed back in Minneapolis at like 6, got back to our house at like 7, and then at 7.30, I had to drive my daughter to school, um, and it just was like a really busy day where I didn't really have a chance to take a nap, and I didn't sleep that well on the airplane either, so it was kind of funny that like right around 5 o'clock uh, that day we got back, my mom was still staying with us because of her ankle, and she's like, you know, you guys are tired, why don't we just order some food for pickup? So we were going to order some Olive Garden. And I went on the Olive Garden app and I started trying to order the food. And halfway through ordering it, I fell asleep on the couch. (laughs) And my mom was like, hey, 
finish the order before you fall asleep, dumbass. And I was like, oh, all right, I'll try. But, uh, yeah, you know, all in all, an amazing trip. I'm able to uh, cross another state off my uh, my uh, comedy bucket list. I think I'll have to double check on it, but I think I'm at 46 states now. I think the four that I have left are uh, obviously Hawaii, uh, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Maine, I think, are the last four. Uh, I'll have to double check on that, but I think that's it. Maybe I'm missing something like Delaware or something. I don't know. But it's been a fun ride, and it was definitely uh, an experience I won't forget anytime soon. And if you, uh, you may be surprised, but right now, like, the tickets to Alaska, like the plane tickets, like 460 bucks, which is, you know, insanely cheap from what I thought it was going to be. Um, and they do combo deals with hotels up there. It's a really cheap vacation, and... And if you love nature and, like, animals and that kind of stuff, Alaska's the place to be. It's, and especially if you like fresh fish out of the water, like crab legs and halibut and, um, and all that shit, salmon, I'd get up there ASAP and eat it up. Because who knows how long they'll last, you know, with the whole earth coming to an end type of thing with uh, comments and Donald Trump and shit. Um, Sarah Palin's up there, so she might burn the whole fucker down. Who knows? Uh, but get to it. Get up to Alaska. Have a good time. Um, I'm actually off of comedy for about three or four weeks. Um, I get back into it towards the end of August when I head back out with Michael Carbonaro from the Carbonaro Effect, uh, who was just given the, uh, the first ever... Uh, David Copperfield Award, which is pretty cool for him. Uh, check it out on True TV, The Carbonaro Effect. Uh, check out largedrunkman.com for my upcoming tour dates and any merchandising things you would like. And you can always get this podcast at Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher. And check out my new show on YouTube called Road Hacks. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll be trying to do at least one a week, if not uh, a few a month. But uh, if you like cool ideas and and ways to save money on the road and, and cool little hacks to get through life, check out Road Hacks on YouTube. It's under Mark Poulos. And uh, tune in next time when we talk about who knows.